Hello, this is Richard Herring. This is episode two of Richard Herring's Edinburgh Fringe podcast, Rehef. Rehef. Um, unfortunately, uh, we had one of the uh, occasional problems we have uh, with recording these. The desk went a little bit wrong and turned the whole recording into what can only be described as three Davroses chatting with each other and then another Davros coming in at the end and doing five minutes of stand-up. Um, in a bit of luck I was recording it on my phone rather than on the Tascam I should have been using um, and uh, so some of it is alright because the first 16 minutes recorded but then my phone packed in so you'll be able to listen now to the 16 minutes, the opening 16 minutes of the podcast and then if you're brave or foolhardy you will be able to carry on listening to a slightly uh, irritating version of the rest of it. I think it's better than last year's Lost Podcast with Phil Nickel which really was pretty much unlistenable. I think you can listen to this one and get a, a gist of what was going on, though obviously it won't be quite as good uh, as it should be. And if you're an audiophile, then A, you disgust me. What you do with audio is wrong. It's unnatural. But B, you're probably not going to want to listen to this because it will drive you insane. I think the whole thing came about because we were trying to please the audiophiles, which is something you should never do, by trying to sort out the issue uh, with the that happened in the first podcast where everything was going through the left speaker and nothing through the right or vice versa so we turned it into mono uh, and that's where things start going wrong so if tomorrow it's the speakers are a bit wrong then i hope you will uh, bear with us because at least you'll be able to hear what's going on uh, but anyway uh, hope you enjoy the first 16 minutes and then good luck with the rest of it i can't promise you that you'll want to listen <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. How are you doing? Okay. Good. Uh, it's a um, slightly odd uh, situation here in the stand one today, uh, where one man, Gary, is that right? No, Colin. Colin. Uh, he's sitting on the front row on his own, and everyone else is sitting like three rows behind him. <laughs> Have you, did, did you do a really bad fart? Because <laughs> I did back there. I did a really bad one. They'll, they'll probably talk about it when they come in. Uh, welcome to Rich Hanks. <laughs> and you're lit, and everyone else is dark, and you're it's slightly, t- <laughs> slightly intimidating. Um, <laughs> you were here yesterday. Yes. There was like all those other guys, and they had, what the guys on opiates. And four of them were Peter Hart, by my reckoning. Anyway, hello, you're all sitting in the dark, it is a bit like a courtroom. Welcome to Rich Herring's Edinburgh Fringe podcast, or as all the cool kids are calling it, Rehef. Rehef. That's not bad, it sounds like there's more people in there. Oh, there's some people up there, hello. Uh, so, uh, this is uh, basically a daily podcast from the Edinburgh Fringe. Uh, I'm feeling quite bright, I was quite tired yesterday, I'm feeling quite uh, alright today. Although, I do have to apologise, I was going to go to the gym before the show, and then I didn't have time, so I'm in my gym kit, I'm wearing yesterday's shirt, and I've just done a really horrible fart, so perhaps we probably made the right decision. <laughs> I'm sort of turning into a trap. And if Edinburgh carries on going as badly as it is at the moment in ticket sales, I may be a tramp by the end of Edinburgh. Uh, so please do come along. Uh, this is sponsored by www.gofasterstripe.com. They didn't want to sponsor I made them. Uh, they're not giving me anything. I actually had two proper cash offers to sponsor the Edinburgh Fringe podcast this year, and I turned them down because really? I have. There weren't. It wasn't enough money. <laughs> it wasn't enough money to look like I'd sold. Everyone go. We sold out, and then I wouldn't have even properly sold out because I wouldn't have made anything. Um, so uh, do go to gofaststrike.com uh, if you want to. If you want to, if you listen to this for free at home, you can buy DVDs, or do come and see the shows of me or the people who are in these shows. If you are up in Edinburgh, I'm doing a show called Talking Cock at the Underbelly at eight fifteen, and this. One which hangs Edinburgh Fringe podcast is on now. Uh, if you don't know that, where you are. <laughs> 2.15 at the stand. Uh, so, uh, and my, I just have a, a quick chat about Edinburgh and what I've seen so far. I've just been um, in my flat, really. Uh, I went, <laughs> last night um, I watched Cold It's, an episode of Cold It's, the 1972 <laughs> drama. It's really good. Honestly, if you can get it on DVD. That's fantastic, it's seriously it's brilliant. Uh, so uh, I was very into my then my wife got home and I and I wasn't allowed to watch it anymore. So I had to watch community. Not as good as too modern. <laughs> 2009, I like going for stuff from the 1980s, 1970s, that's what I like on TV. I'm at the best arts festival in the world, that's what I'm doing. And I'm also disappointed to see uh, that the tempting tatty, well I'm delighted to see it's still there. Because uh, 
It's my baked potato shop that I always go to. I've gone to every year. It's been there on Jeffrey Street in Edinburgh if you want a baked potato. Very nice, usually. Um, well, I don't know. It's not, I haven't been there this year. But I, I, I was led to believe it was closing last year. We had a bit made a big fuss about it. But actually, it's just changing hands. It's still going. Uh, I'm too nervous to go in there in case it's changed. And the, and the, well, A, I've got to start all the work again. It took the bloke who lived was there before about 15 years before he realised it was me who kept on mentioning him all the time in the newspapers. Uh, and then I still tried to, to train him that Richard Herring is a baked potato, medium baked potato with orange cheddar cheese and mango chutney. That is delicious if you want to try it. I was hoping he'd put my name up behind the counter, you know, you can just go, I can have a Richard Herring, please, you know, <laughs> a picture of me. That's what Bethany left before he did that. But now I'm going to have to go through that whole rigmarole with the new person, whoever that is. I haven't been in. Has anyone been in yet? Yeah. Yeah? Is it nice still? It's gorgeous, yeah. Is it good? Has it changed at all? Uh, I didn't go before. Ah, oh, you know, you know, you're a Johnny come lately, you know. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm like Stuart Lee, but of baked potatoes. <laughs> Any baked potato that was made before that after 1986 is no good to me. Anything before 1986 is a brilliant baked potato. Uh, but the annoying thing is that it was always called the Tempt Nook Tatty because the eye had fallen off the sign. And I like that because I used to go to college with a Japanese man called, well, I know I've never met him, but his name was on the bottom of my staircase and he was K.O. Nook. And that spells calm and that always made me laugh. I, like, I used to be childish. Uh, <laughs> well, I like the idea that the temp nook, the eye had fallen off, temp nook tatty. I like to think that they'd set up the shop to try and tempt KO nookie to have a potato. And once they, I don't know what would happen once they got him in there. I mean, we might have a celebration, they might, you know, might give him, turn him into a gimp. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know if they were. I don't know why they were tempted. I don't think he would like baked potatoes. He was Japanese, you know. I think he would have found them unpleasant. He'd like, if they'd got temp nook sushi, that might have worked. And I would say they'd given it away by, by, by putting that on the front of the shop. You know, he would be suspicious when he saw it. That's odd that they put my name on. Anyway, I like, I like the eye had fallen off, basically. That's the, I don't think they were really trying to tempt K.O. Nook from St. Catherine's College 1987 into, <laughs> into have a potato. But now it's been mended and it says tempting tatty. I think they've sold out. And then they, if they're prepared to do that, they don't understand what the tempting tatty is about. They're prepared to put an eye in the sign. It just doesn't bode well for the potatoes that will now be efficiently made and served with a smile, I'm guessing. And that is, I like the grumpy and dour demeanour. David, I think he's called him, used to I don't know what he's doing now. I think he's moved out of the whole baked potato area. You've got 25 years of selling baked potatoes, so present him mad for some reason. Anyway, uh, we've got some fantastic guests uh, today, uh, and including my wife, Ray Peacock. And um, <laughs> so I've got to be on best behaviour. So don't, you know that thing I said yesterday, oh, she's just anxious about stage. The thing that I'm allowed to do whatever I want on stage and have sex with anyone, I said, don't, just don't mention that when my wife is here, she doesn't listen to the podcast. I've said she agrees with that, but she hasn't agreed with it. So I'm just, so don't bring that up. She's around. Uh, so uh, anyway, I hope they're there. I think they're recording a podcast backstage because they're just idiots. They, can't, they have to podcast their entire life because that's the kind of fools we're dealing with. And you can see just by looking around how popular they are as, uh, as an act. <laughs> Hundreds of people have come to see them here tonight. And they have, hopefully they brought their little friend with them. The only reason I brought them along is because they have a fantastic part of their act. Uh, with a ventriloquist stomach. Anyone know about that? Yeah. Yeah, one person. <laughs> I've really got to boost the uh, <laughs> the fame with the people I'm uh, booking. So will you please welcome, they copied me exactly in everything they've done. They're very like Lee and Herring, and uh, then they did podcasts as well. Will you please welcome <laughs> Peacock and Gamble, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully they're not coming up. Here's the microphone. I've got a microphone each. Two guests today. I, don't, I, don't, I never know which one's which of the two of you, even I, though I interviewed you last year yeah, on your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Lee and Harry. Lee and Harry. <laughs> That's how it works. Do you like my, um, these are my uh, trousers I go jogging in at the gym. Why do you go jogging in jizz and crossing trousers? <laughs> little bits of, I think it's yoghurt or something. Oh, is it? Yeah, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Someone likes yoghurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we oh, had to walk no. through a horrific fog together. Did you? Yeah. yeah. It's my wife again, back to we fine. She's, no, she's far in. We were there and it, up, it reeks. It was horrific. Yeah, really horrific. Stinks. You Why is the one man there? <laughs> <laughs> That's really off-putting. That's really weird. It's like we're in court.
And he's going, right, Mr. Peacock and Mr. Gamble, what did you do on the night? And they're all behind being like a jury. And like, yeah, get him, get him, pin him once and for all. It was all herrings. It is frightening in the way that we could see him very clearly. <laughs> <laughs> and no and everyone else is in semi-darkness. In the, the light's got that could be half human, half yeah. animal. <laughs> In your head right now, are you, are you going, I am one of the guests. <laughs> I, am, I am playing Richard Harris podcast. You could be if you want. Now you're it's right. It's nice to meet you. Know, he's got very evil eyes, are What would it take for you to fillet the act to keep that one, Colin? About a grand. About a grand. That's <laughs> <laughs> straight, he's thought it. About a grand. I'd definitely get a great unfriction. <laughs> A bit of wiggle womb. Uh, so, uh, what's uh, you up to in uh, Edinburgh? Just talking about it. Make, sure you, make sure you're talking to yeah, that. I don't know, well, well, I don't know why you didn't just follow You can down. take it out if you like. Right, alright. Oh, so you do it like yeah, that? Yeah, I'll do it like that. Otherwise, I'm much louder than everyone else. I'd like to apologise to the people at home who yesterday's uh, podcast uh, was coming out of their left speaker and their, their right speaker. Really? But, you know, fuck you, it's free. That's the sort of haphazard attitude that I've always frowned upon. Because when we do our podcast, yeah. I, I literally, I was up till five this morning doing the latest edit yeah. of our one, um, we, and we had uh, the guest Lee Mack. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so we get people like Lee Mack, so we get people like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's the balance of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I make sure and I, I fret about it, don't I? I go, oh, the sound's wrong, yeah. the sound's wrong, I'm going to do it and get it all yeah, right. I don't care. And you don't even put on proper trousers. <laughs> <laughs> you just whack it out. I'm wearing it. yesterday's t-shirt. I was like, I'm going to the gym. There's no point in putting a clean t-shirt to go to the gym. Am I right, madam? You are absolutely That's right. So I'm wearing yesterday's Can I just check? I don't really listen to your podcast. Yeah. Is that woman always there? <laughs> yes, <he is. laughs> Am I right, madam? Yes, It's like, you know, Dave Edward had that lady. Yeah. 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 She's my lady. No, I'm not saying you're like... Horrifically old or anything, but uh, it's. Uh, and man. And, uh, well, Dame Edward, no, she had like a genuine old woman. Madge, it was Madge. Madge, yeah. Madge. Yeah, she died suddenly last year. Oh, well, sorry. Sorry, that's for the. Well, I don't know, sorry, but I don't know. She did. And they played her name while she was wonderful. Well, she was pretty old. She must have been like. Yeah, I don't know. It's still sad when people die. Now we've compared this woman to. It's like we're saying that she's going to die. I'm going to take you back three minutes where somebody did compare this woman. Because you said it is like the one from the Yeah, but I didn't then say who's now dead. I'm not saying, like, you're shortly going to die. Well, I just feel like if we're going to mention her, we shouldn't go that woman off. If one of us here knows that her name was Emily Perry and she played Madge and she was a wonderful actor and she died sadly last year, I think it should be recognised. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to clap silently. Don't want to upset Mr. Herring. Sorry, Mr. Herring. Sorry, Mr. Herring. We will follow you. We will follow you. Just take them all to Darren Brown one night. What are you doing in Edinburgh? You just you're doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's just in our flat. Though. Is it number one in the iTunes yeah. chart at the moment? Because I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. Look, there was some, how you look at there it. There was some Edinburgh podcast that number one on iTunes chart and just looked. It oh wait, no, that was my. That was my. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You come up with the idea of no. doing an Edinburgh Fringe the podcast. Thing is, it right, was, uh, here's the thing, was, right. We did one last year as well, but we only did four, right? But the thing is, right? Some of us haven't got time to be on Twitter all day. Please like me, please like me. <laughs> Some of us are off doing original new comedy shows. Yeah. You know what I mean, I imagine if you're doing that much time on Twitter, then you go, I'm just going to have to dust off an old show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just doing that I'm, far, I'm far too busy on Twitter to write a new show. So I imagine if you, if you do that with yourself, yeah. you know, Twitter, please, please love me, then eventually yeah. people go, right, that bloke's having a breakdown. Yeah. I've seen him in the street looking at the trap. <laughs> <laughs> He's tramping everywhere all Time. Let's just download it. We don't have to listen to it. Yeah. Let's just download this podcast and then we'll feel, feel better. better. Yeah. Yeah. We've tried to do that with our people, but they don't they won't have it. We've tried to go, please, please help. And they go, no. <laughs> well, it's very. I'm not doing one, but you put mine out. Yeah, I did one. We've not. Oh, we're pretending it's real. Do you know what? It's we would, no, we, we, we were genuine because we interviewed you about two or three weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. And, and we genuinely were considering putting it out today <laughs> and then adding a little bit at the end saying and a bet rich and Eric copies of it <laughs> <laughs> and does an interview with us in this one tomorrow <laughs> so, but we didn't have time Lee Mack's better isn't he yeah, exactly. bigger yeah. draw isn't it bigger draw is Lee Mack coming to Edinburgh uh, he's not coming to Edinburgh he has been yeah, it's been before. Yeah, yeah. It's been before. That's the link now. Yeah. you looking for that. So, ditto Russell Howard, who we also interviewed. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, it was yeah, Greg Davis, ditto yeah. as well. He has been. They have all been. They've yeah, all been that's not. You've got to interview people who are actually here. That's why you end up with people like you. 
Because all, the, go. all they, the good ones they, are they elsewhere. Oh, right. <laughs> what? You've got Matthew Kelly coming on. Are you saying he's doing Edinburgh? I don't think so. He is doing yeah. Edinburgh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing educating Rita. Is that what he's in? Yeah, he's educating Rita. Claire Sweeney. I really like Matthew Kelly. Me too. I think he's ace. And I, do you know what I really like about him? I like the fact that he had that big sort of, um, I don't want to say bland because it wasn't bland, but that big populist appeal yeah. doing those stupid Saturday night programmes. And then now he's gone, right, I've done that, I've made my money, fuck it, I'm going to do what I actually want to do. And now he's a really good actor in that. He is. Because he was an actor before. He was. Um, and I really like that. I think it's really cool to turn your back on that and, and do what you want to do. Turn your back on Game for a Laugh. He's I mean, a bit as if you're still doing Game for a Laugh on his own. With Jeremy Beagle's skeleton behind him and Henry Kelly in a The more you explain this, the more I think it'd be fucking brilliant. And Sarah Kennedy, she's she's still going, isn't she? Sarah, she is. Yeah, she. Upset. Have you ever heard her on the radio? No, well, no, not really. I can't. I can't but, but, well, I'm can't. sure she's quite good. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember that we present a BBC show, and if, okay. if I start, I, and I wasn't gonna slag her off. No, no. But I'm saying if I did do that, then that would be bad for us to do that. Yeah. So you can go ahead and say the nice thing you're going to say about her. She just her upsets me. She's a bit daily. No, hang on, mate. She's a bit like she's kind of daily mailish, and it really surprises me. Right. Every now and again, uh, go and Google. I won't say the things. Go and Google things Sarah Kennedy, Ken, what is it, Kennedy has said on the radio in the morning. <laughs> she's on really early, though. They put her on before people get up. Yeah, they're yeah. terrified. <laughs> I, I would imagine. If I, did this, if I did this in the middle of the night, I'd say all, all kinds of awful things. But because you know, I'm in control yeah. in the daytime. Because we've got Matt here as well, yeah. and she's going to pass away next year. So you don't want to ask that. pass away next Is that you? Are you with your boyfriend? Tonight, is that your... Oh, okay. <laughs> I know, that's... Um, no, I'm sorry, I don't know. You look like his sister. Uh, <laughs> I think that's smooth. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> I was being... I'd love a float with her. I'll do some chat of lines. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, chat of lines on her. Uh, my name, uh, what is your real name? Margaret. Oh, Margaret. Margaret. Madge. Madge. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly her son or grand grandson. Uh, no, <laughs> grandson. No, go in with son and then goes grandson immediately. It was a joke and then she didn't laugh. They look really, they really rude. No, no relation. Just no relation. No, Toy boy. I was too scared to sit in the front row. Yeah. So I asked the Why? Because of me. Not saying that with that. She's a cougar. Margaret's a cougar. What's your name, son? I'm Harry. Harry, yeah, from I saw you met you last night. The other night. The other night, two nights ago. It's all Edinburgh all just becomes one day for, like, for me. Get a room, you two. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I met you the other night, didn't I? Saw you the night before. Yeah, would you, cons- would you consider? Uh, how old are you, Harry? Nineteen. That's all right, isn't it? That's okay. It's legal. It's legal. It's allowed. Nineteen. Uh, would you ever consider having just casual one-off sex with an older? You don't have to go out with her afterwards. Just would you ever consider that? All that energy, match. All that energy! Be like oh. an outside lovey door on a windy night when they all oh, goodness me! Talk to Colin, okay. Oh, There's a final Would you wish, match. Can I love a with a lovely fresh 19 year old? Just as you slip into death. <laughs> People in the Rich Herring audience have actually been shocked by what you've said. Show, what's your actual show? Stop asking us that! The actual show, not your podcast. Uh, what's your show? Because we might 
So if you're Mike twice his age, you're middle-aged. I reckon, I reckon you're both the same age, Richard, and Madge. Yeah. I'll put money on I think I'm, mid I'm a middle-aged man. I know I look good on it. You, you, know, I look, <laughs> you probably think I look 19, wearing my cool uh, baggy. <laughs> In my track, in my tracksuit bottoms, there's a massive sort of triangle. It goes right from my yeah, knee, amazing, from my knee to almost my other knee. That is my cock in there. That is. They look like gravity pants. Yeah. <laughs> they look like 20 inches. Oh, yeah. 28 inches. Oh, she's, seen, she's seen my. Talk, like, she's seen my talking cock. Yeah, it's my. Same size. We're the same, same size, except I'm a bit bigger than me. Exactly the same dimensions, me and Richard. Yeah. Said that last year. There. Yeah. Cut it out. Cut it out. Um, oh, that, well, thank you for asking. I'll show this. That's called an edit point. Our show is called uh, Peacock and Gumball Don't Even Want to Be on Telly Anyway. And it is at 9.40. Yeah, check, yeah, well, check well, the clock, just check your time. <laughs> it's on at 9.40 at the Pleasant Dome Dome. Just Pleasant Dome. Pleasant Dome Dome. What's your job? We're not recording on my phone because my phone's just broken. Oh, did you do it? I was, I was recording on there just in case so we lost one last year, so I've just been trying to double them up and find a way of doing it, but that one's... Well, is this you starting the excuse ready now? I am. I'll trust, I'll trust it'll be fine. I didn't listen to anything you said, but hopefully it got through to the... It was mostly about your wife. How lovely she is. She's very lovely, thank you. Watch it. Wasted on you. She is. The thing is, because I actually like, I like Richard, right, and yeah. I like Katie, and, and I like you both the same, and I think, oh, I'm glad Richard is happy, and I'm glad that she's, like, settled. <laughs> 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 but I do, think that she, I do think she's wasted on you, which is credit to you. Yeah. Credit to no, you. You've got a woman into submission. I don't know how I did it. Yeah. I have not battered a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean, yeah, I didn't mean that. That did come across wrong. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. And you're already, like, yeah, well, you've got to give it crap. Within this little bubble here, I'm allowed to do whatever I want. But now, unfortunately, you know, I'm in love with Colin. Yeah. Are you security? <laughs> you do look like you're ready to glass someone at any moment. It's, and it's also because you're leaning on one arm <laughs> forward. Like, you're you could pounce at any point. Oh, I see. Do you know what I actually think now? I think that there is another Colin over there, and they're working like velociraptors, right? And he just gets your attention, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then that one just fucking pounces like that. Clever girl. Clever girl. <laughs> So uh, I'm trying I did, to... I plugged the show, I did say. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, right, last year, I said, well, let's get this out of the way. Yeah. Last year I saw the show, it was very funny. And I'm hoping... Okay, that thanks, that you have to say it. <laughs> uh, and it was very funny. It was very funny. It was probably in my top four shows I saw last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. I saw four shows. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> but it was very funny. The, the funniest thing isn't either of you. The funniest thing in your show yeah. is you've got a little friend. I think you're genuinely... Genuinely gonna regret this. <laughs> <laughs> this could be well. I'm, I'm assuming this is my Michael Parkinson. Except he will rip your cock off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have a they have a little friend. I mean, it's a bit naughty Keith. Yeah. He's got his own Twitter account. He has got his own Twitter account, which I have nothing to do with. Yeah. At all, because he does occasionally say things that are against the law. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, I, and I, it's a bit like, oh right, I thought it was really funny when you said a naughty Keith's account. I'm like, it's not me. Right. I am not yeah. updating that account. We don't know who he's doing it. Wow. Right. To protect their identity. <laughs> It's definitely not me. And then, it's, and what happened was, is that last year, I, uh, my persona character in the show, got himself, made himself a puppet, um, and decided to become a brilliant ventriloquist. And then he has done that, and done, he has done very, very well for himself. And he um, got it on telly once, and he had done a summer season at Blackpool, um, which was very, very successful. Um, and it, but he's just, he's a liability. He's very, very annoying. So, so is he here? Can we? Is can it we really good? Can I just, you've got yeah. one more chance to back out. <laughs> he's feeling particularly naughty today. Well, that's good. I mean, and you know how in the show, like I go, no, put that away. Yeah. Today, I'm just going to encourage. <laughs> <as much. laughs> I think I'm, I'm happy to uh, take the chance because uh, it's a bit like uh, the original Educating Archie was a ventriloquist on yeah, the radio. Yeah, it's yeah, a bit yeah, like that because yeah, course, yeah. so people at home aren't really going to be able to see what's going on. Appreciate that. Yeah. About the lips and that. Yeah, 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 yeah the lips not moving. It's horrible, by the way. Right. I've, not seen it. I've got to make. I've got to make something that the children will like, but will also appeal to the adults as well. Um, and you've got to make them like cute and that. Yeah. Like, so people go, oh, look at that! I can imagine I'm a Donald that, right? And this is what. This. <laughs> oh, here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Straight. Oh, well, he's funny that some people think it's a bin bag, but it's yeah, not. It's, it's nice. a Debenhams. Debenhams. Debenhams for the nice clothes. <laughs> I've got to say that as a thing because it's good. It's a sponsor. Got a deal with him, yeah.
time, you just need a fuck of a lot of gas. <laughs> oh, sorry for saying a bad word. Um, <laughs> You're allowed to say bad words. Oh, shall we, shall we meet Naughty King? Yeah. Buddy? yeah. Oh, he's a bit shy. <laughs> he is. Hang on. You can't do that if he's already been out. He's a bit shy. He won't come out of his box. Hey, come on, everyone. Let's get him out of his box. With the catchphrase. Come on, Naughty Keith, time to get out of your box. <laughs> Brilliant, well done, everyone. On, on three. Right, three. Come on, Naughty Keith, time to get out, time to get out of your box now. Colin literally just went. <laughs> right. Oh, here he is. Oh, Naughty Keith. How nice to have you here on Richard Harris' podcast. What do you think of that one? Piss. That is his catchphrase, by yeah, the way. It's a brilliant catchphrase. And I know that you're all shocked by the lips. <laughs> <laughs> no, Keith, what I thought would be a nice thing today, because you're so naughty when I speak with you, is if Richard just asks you a few questions and you can answer them. Is that all right, no, Keith? Yeah, it's all right. I like Richard. He's one of the best ones off it. Hey, I would consider him King Monk. No, oh. Keith. Oh. oh, don't say that. You know that Richard doesn't like that word. <laughs> Monk. Oh, no, come on, no, Keith. Stop being naughty. I'm no. saying that word. Let's just go, but I did give you one more chance to get out of this, didn't I? Don't say that word. Stage. 
And I don't know when that sort of been sneaked in a bit, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Because it, it's not. I like don't that. really know. Well, you know, <laughs> out of the two of us, when we did the double act, I kind of was more of a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was sort of more like himself. But it was always, you know, it's, I think when, you, when everyone's on stage, you play a kind of different version of yourself. Oh, but I, But I kind of, I'm, you know, I think I sort of know what he's on about. So it's, it's not a character, though, is it? It's not because characters, and as we know from our show, characters wear big wigs and have fake beds. That's right. <laughs> and also, with Stu, his character just says what he thinks. And then he just says, no, it's my character. Yeah. So when did he start saying Well, he was kind of obsessed with the hoppy clowns, which is like okay. a South American or North American kind of yeah, yeah. crazy. See, this is where I lose interest with it, man. And so that, I think it's about, it's about finding the clown within you. I mean, when he's, the same thing I think I was going to ask him was about, he came and he was dressed in this jacket, was all ripped when he was, he was he looked a mess. Yeah. Not like me, I've been making everything on stage. Uh, but he uh, done well. But when he said, but when he, people were sort of saying, oh, his suit's much too tight. And then he said, ah, that's my clown. I realised my clown would wear a suit that was a bit too tight. I don't think that's what happened. I think mean, I think he didn't realise how fat he was. But on, but oh, on some old clothes. Oh, on Stu, you got an erection. You got an erection at the local swimming pool. Oh no, that was my character actually. Nothing, nothing to do with just getting horny at a swimming pool. Do you think Edinburgh has become too commercialised and has changed and should go back to being in the 1980s? Uh, I think you can't do that. You, you, you wouldn't be able, on our podcast the day, Greg Davis said that wouldn't it be great if uh, one year we banned reviewers and we banned industry and all that. And I said, yeah, it would. There'd be three people here. <laughs> it's, one, it's, it's, not, you can, it's an uncontrollable beat, so you can't... There's no point. If you've got to come to me, you can't whine about it and you can't go, oh, it's this and this and this and this. Like, well, you're at it. I don't know that the standing very... You know, the, their, their ethos behind it is, is imposing itself into the fringe now, which is a, I think is a good thing. I think yeah. it's a very positive thing. Um, but, you know, in the big four, suddenly big four after the big three, the big four now, you, you, you can't fight it. You're, you're pissing in the wind if you try and fight it. So if you agree to it, then I think you just have to just... But also the standards, which you know we're at, and, is, yeah, and I'm lucky enough to be asked to perform here. Which very is, which lucky is, to you know, like that. Yeah, I have. <laughs> but you know, if, if all the if all the um, venues acted and, and you know, had the same sort of deal, the same way, it wouldn't be it wouldn't work. The standard would no longer work. It's the niche nature of the stand that makes it work. It can take these kind of more obscure acts and yeah, but, but, you know, but, but, the but the standard's grown this year. Yeah. Um, so it's um, it's it's proportionally becoming more in line. Yeah. Whilst maintaining its own ethos, yeah. which is has to be applauded. Yeah, no, it's a good thing, but then I think if you're a comedian who's outside of that, who doesn't get invited to perform at the stand, yeah. it's just as much as a clique as anything else. Well, no, it, so. I, I don't know, maybe, I don't, I don't know. I've never found the stand to be very particularly exclusive in that respect, and if you could, then you're on. They probably did ask us, but we just yeah. don't check probably. our emails. Yeah. Don't check our emails. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I think it's, it's, nice for, it's nice for me. It's nice that I can come down and do this show. And I could have done my other show here as well, you know, and then you're guaranteed not to lose any money, and that's yeah. the nice thing to be. But for most of those acts, who are up there doing the other stuff? You know, you don't have to. You don't have to do all. They don't have to spend ten thousand pounds on. No, you, don't, you can do whatever you want. You know, you I can build your way up. Real, I don't think real people in real life know quite how screwed we get. No. Uh, as, a, as as our people, as comedians, I don't think they know quite how screwed we get. I mean, people go, oh yeah, they they, they lose. You know, they lose hundreds of pounds there. Yeah. And we don't. We lose tens of thousands of pounds every year. Well, I think most people assume we, everyone makes loads of money. Yeah. You know, because because you would think they do, and everyone's upset about how expensive it is. But yeah, yeah, yeah. most of the acts don't. Some acts do make some money. Yeah. Yeah. But if they play in the massive rooms and selling yeah. shit out of tickets, but I think people at you know grassroots level, if you like, or people doing small rooms and that, I mean, it's, it's almost like you, you want to go. I get a bit like going. You can't. You can't even give it a bad review. You're not allowed to give it a bad review. You've spent so much money on it. You've spent so much money on it. We've worked so hard, and you don't like it, fine. But you're not allowed to give it a bad review. You've got no idea. Quite, how, quite. I mean, none of us can ever truly explain this. But that's like quite saying, how imposing it is. If you bought a really long, like really expensive cloak with loads of jewels, like that, you'd want someone to say, "Come on, mate, it's a bit over the top." No, but you don't. <laughs> two stars. <laughs> no, but you don't. You don't invest your heart into a dress, do you? I didn't say dress. I said cloak. Cloak. No, cloak. That's fine. That's fine. You want to wear a dress? You wear a dress. <laughs> It's the fringe, you can do what you like. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. You, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to mouth off about it, you don't want to seem like a self or someone stupid late, but you, you, know, you just don't, you get yourself, you know, it's a chicken say them things, but time it a bit better. <laughs> don't time it where I read an article as I get off a plane in Edinburgh, <laughs> you're wasting your life. <laughs> you're, yeah, but yeah, we do get screwed. The, the article was, was pretty much correct whilst you wrote, it was pretty much bang on, bang on the money. Yeah, but I think, it kind of, I think you're right that there's so many acts that you have to, if you don't do it, yeah. there's no point in coming up. Absolutely. You know, so, or, or I think for newer acts, my, you know, I think people try to run before they can walk. Yeah. It's, you know, the great thing about Edinburgh for me now is there is so much variety. So you can say, well, you know, there isn't anywhere for these people to go. But then yeah, yeah. you look at him and go, well, hold on, you're playing a 500 seat event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there obviously is some way you know, there is people are there and want yeah. to see the good stuff. And people yeah. come to the stand and it is a fantastic venue. So, yeah, you know, so, so it does work out. And I think with Mike, I was talking to this on Sky News, I was going to give a Sky News yesterday about comedy. This is all about it. you trying to find a way to <laughs> <laughs> Your interview I was on, on TV. News. I was on TV. Well, yeah, 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 it's yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, but she was saying, no, she was talking about Michael McIntyre's charging thirty pounds a ticket, and, yeah. and you kind of go, well, the, the people who go and hey, if you want to go pay thirty pounds to see Michael McIntyre do a not finished show, that's up to you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. those people are not going to come. No, it's not. If they don't go and see Michael McInt
like, we'll go and see Marcel Telecomics and it would come and sit through this. <laughs> you have to be the same A lot of like, sensible people, like the general public, most of them, want something solid and reliable. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than just a roof and people they can pretend to call friends. I mean, I tell you, it's sort of so rude when people come and do a show in Edinburgh and just done, it's not finished, they haven't put any work into it, they're just making it up as they go along. Yeah. <laughs> and then you charge people to come and see it. Yeah, it's it's a it's I'm saying what we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah, Mike yeah. work in progress thing is probably more formulated than this. Yeah. But and uh, maybe even funnier, who knows? But if you there might have more people in the audience than this. Nah. If you put it forward as, as a work in progress, it, it does seem a bit... Um, uh, again, another guest when we had Russ Held on our podcast, it's not been out yet, but he does refer to it. Not Michael specifically, but coming back as a, as a star to Edinburgh, it's, it's just dick swinging, isn't it? It's that, it's that thing of just being like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm trying stuff out. <laughs> Thirty quid in a message. <laughs> and, yeah, and then Harry's, you know, Harry Hill's been up here yeah. and doing the stand, and, you know, doing morning gigs and that sort of thing. Which I, I mean, I've, I've more time. For yeah, well, really. Russell Brand a few years came back and did like 150 seat room yeah. with, a, with a with a show, and that seems fair enough. 150 is still shit. I know it's a lot. Yeah, 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 it's still shit, less. And and I think they're maybe the ones that I I, I would did, I would doubt if there's not a comment. I think there is a maybe a little thing that it will shift money elsewhere. Yeah. People asking, you know. Well, they are, but then it's, but the, the fringe is so expensive, so will it break? Will it, you know, what, I mean, it's kind of... Should we just shut the fringe now? Yeah. <laughs> Should we just do an official announcement? You're number one in the podcast, Charlie. <laughs> we, we do that. Yeah, it's a big... Right, if we just say, oh, I've awesome. just heard that the Edinburgh Fringe has been cancelled completely. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone can go home and get back to their lives and look at the Muppets figures again. <laughs> <laughs> mainly me. <laughs> you like the Muppets? Obsessed with the Muppets, yeah. yeah. Do you like the Muppets? No, I don't like all that old comedy. <laughs> Oh, probably like what you were talking about when you, you, did, that thing, when you did that thing with what, Dustin G or whatever. I didn't <laughs> like that. You are quite young. Quite young. 26. 26, and he's like 40. I'm not like 40. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. I'm not actually like he's 40. I'm How did the 40. two of you get together? It's a bit like the two of you, isn't it? Um, <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> like this disparity a strange, hairy man and a very. I mean, he used to be a bit podgy, but you've sort of. He's made you exercise to make you look better. Look yeah, like I made him exercise. Yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, made he hid all the dinner. It drives me mental because what happens now is people. People now come up and say to Ed, well, we both stood there, they go, Ed, you look brilliant. Ed, you look amazing, you look brilliant. And I just stand there quietly. Yeah. And then they walk away. And <laughs> I just go, they just said, Ray, you look fat. That's what they said, that's what they said. But they didn't. No, they didn't. But they didn't. That, that's never happened that someone's literally come up to us and gone, Ed, you look brilliant, and then just walked <laughs> off. That would be a genuinely strange interaction. Like, where you going, boy? I'm not having to go at you for it, losing the weight. You, it's not your fault, the cancer, that you <laughs> Nothing can be done about that. I'm not, I'm not blaming you for the cancer. Thank you, mate. Cheers. What I'm saying is, is it just, I think, and it's not it's only a thought, it's a slightly thoughtless thing, that's all it is. It's just, it, it, just, but it, has, it has made me the fat one in the double act. Yeah. But last year, we were both, I don't look at us online, we were both proper fat boys. Yeah. And now, there's a slim one and a muscle man. But it's a bit odd. Why did you, why did you get together with such an old man? What the say? <laughs>
I was going to say never left, but he left for like two or three where he came to Edinburgh. Yeah. And then um, after that, he was just integral into the team. And then they managed to then just like bin Raji. Yeah. The other, the other guy was on it, just get, get you know. After you destroyed his career. Do you know what I did? Yeah. Do, you know what yeah. did? <laughs> Do you know what we actually did? Yeah. Just went to me in gaff tape and put some Christmas decorations. <laughs> 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 don't tell anyone about it, right? <laughs> His career was already in tatters. And, um, <laughs> and we, just, we just pointed out that. Yeah, but we cemented that. We did cement it a little bit, maybe. Um, but no, we were still friends with Roger, but we're not, we don't see very much now, but we, we, we left on good terms. And then we did about six months later, we just thought, let's just do it, let's pick up and gamble. And we did the, 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 the podcast, Pick Up and Gamble. And then we went, let's do it live. Stupidest decision we've ever made. Uh, did the show last year, which did very well. We told last year, it did very well. Then, but this year, and, and, it, and it, it will be all right. <laughs> it will be all right in the end, and I'm sure of that. I'm sure of that. We officially decided it started properly. That might be midway through August. We'll go, well, it's started now, isn't it? <laughs> we've done two shows, and we said this morning we don't feel like we've started. Yeah. I said these are pre- it is previews. People are paying less money to come and see it. Is it previews? I mean, reviewers are in. Is it previews? Well, it's, a, it's a shame that reviewers come in. Uh, that is a shame, isn't it? So I said this morning, didn't I, that the two performances that we've had so far feel like that specific bit in the full Monty where they're practicing in front of the Caribbean grandmas. <laughs> like just, just didn't feel like a real show at all. Yeah, all yeah. And they were all Caribbean grandmas. They all had a little, it was really weird. Terrific, <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a stand-up act coming up now, who well, I we think is... Yeah, we are we, I think uh, we should, be, should be all right up here. She's very slim. Uh, so uh, she's, I like her a lot. I think she's a really good uh, stand-up. I liked her so much that I married her. Uh, will you please welcome... Uh, she doesn't like me playing snooker against myself. <laughs> she does really, she doesn't mind at all, that's just part, that's uh, the character of Katie Wilkins. Will you please welcome the incredible Katie Wilkins! Hello! How are we doing, are we alright? Hooray! Guess what? Um, Coke Zero and Diet Coke are exactly the same. Um, I know that isn't enough on its own, I've got more. Um, <laughs> same ingredients and what they did is they decided marketing Diet Coke well basically they thought that me- they thought that men wouldn't want to drink Diet Coke it's got the word diet in the title men that's what women do men wouldn't want to look like they're watching their figures so they renamed it Coke Zero and then men started buying it so just like that simple rebranding had quite a drastic effect and I wonder if that could be utilized for other things so like hoovering <laughs> could be renamed mega carpet warfare <laughs> And then there'd be all these sort of gym junkie macho men going, yeah, have you seen my carpet? It's spotless. Because they're really competitive. They'd be like, dude, check it out. And then um, asking for directions uh, could be renamed Warrior Navigation Extreme. Because there'd be guys going, yeah, I went there. <laughs> and then Cunnilingus could be renamed Turbo Tongue Hero Against the Hooded Avenger. <laughs> just, just putting it out there. Uh, could spice things up with renaming. Um, but I am, um, I mean, in my show, I'm sort of looking at the history of uh, your mama jokes. Uh, so <laughs> there's lots, there's lots to come and see. I've uh, <laughs> got Coke Zero jokes, mama <laughs> jokes. But not, not a lot of people know your mama jokes actually date back to caveman days. Um, they think the first one was on, they found pictures on a wall in a cave. And now they've deciphered, and, it, and what it actually says is, your mama's so fat, the mammoth throws spears at her. <laughs> and it's... It's quite, I mean, they say the old ones are the best. <laughs> Might be true. Um, and then they, they had them in the right through to Shakespeare's time. There's some Shakespearean uh, your mama jokes. Uh, one of them goes, Thy mama's so rotund. When she went to the Globe Theatre, they thought she was the Globe. <laughs> yes. So, carrying on the theme. And in, um, in like, you know, sort of times moved on, women were expected to be good at other things. So then in the 80s, you've got your mama jokes that go, Your mama's so bogus. She forgot to buy the refill cordial for your soda stream. <laughs> so it's sort of like, you might remember that one. I remember that one from school. And then in the 90s, they had ones that were like, your mum is so safe. Because when you get home from school, she lets you play bamboozle on the C-fax. <laughs> I remember that one. We had that at school. And so what's good now, I think we're in an exciting time. I think times have moved on and sexually liberated women are no longer seen as the biggest threat to society. So now you've got almost sort of post-feminist your mama jokes. Uh, so there's ones that go, uh, your mum is so underrepresented by the media <laughs> because she's over 50. <laughs> Therefore invisible to broadcasters who seem to think women should be 20 or dead. Uh, so it's quite good. And I, I overheard some kids doing your mama jokes the other day. And the first one said to the other one, your mum is so sexually liberated. She enjoys having safe and consensual sex with a number of partners. And that's beneficial to her happiness and therefore society as a whole. So <laughs> you should be really proud of your mum. <laughs> and I just thought, you know, wow, from the mouths of babes. <laughs> um, so I um, just, yeah, 
blow jobs. So, sorry to bring that up. Um, so I practiced at home by choking myself with a carrot. And I do just have to be slightly careful, right, because I've got this tooth that sticks in a little bit. It's some men sometimes wince at that. It's not, it's not a massive problem, but it does just mean I have to be slightly careful when there's a cock in my mouth. <laughs> but who doesn't? And the last time I saw my dentist, I asked if anything could be done about this. And he asked me if it was causing me any problems. I didn't want to say, well, yes, actually, it kind of snags during fellatio. <laughs> I didn't want to say it for several reasons. Firstly, they had like a young trainee dental nurse in there with the dental nurse, and I thought, that might be weird training for her. Secondly, the dentist had already asked me if I smoked, and I said I have the occasional cigarette. And he said, bad girl. <laughs> and I thought, he feels that strongly about smoking. I don't want to tell him I suck cocks as well. But the main sort of overriding reason I didn't want to say anything is if I did, there would just be no way that I could then leave that room without him thinking that I'm a whore. You know, if he's saying to the trainee dental nurse, sometimes we get whores in. <laughs> they have to make sure their teeth aren't too pointy, because that can affect their trade. <laughs> and I didn't want that. I didn't want him thinking that I'm a whore or saying that I'm a whore, because I, very specifically, only want to be called a whore during sex <laughs> for money. You've been absolutely lovely, thanks. Oh, my, sh my show is called Joy is My Middle Name, and it's on at 7.45 uh, in uh, the Deli Belly and the Underbelly. Um, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I've had sex with her. So, um, <laughs> it's true as well. Uh, tram marks all the way down. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> you take your chair off. <laughs> it's like musical chair, but your chair one. That's how, that's how it all started with the two of you. Yeah. Nice young lad we've got here. <laughs> he's so good looking. He's got that proper muscle, isn't he? You look so good. You know, Ed, you look so, you're so thin, Ed. You look fantastic. Don't touch me. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> we're going to do a competition now where we might have a bit of time to that, chat. That was that, um, that was that girl that came back. Oh, yeah. On the first night of the bench. Oh, yeah. That was that you brought back. Nothing. We're going to do a competition now. They're so cheeky. <laughs> they, don't, they don't need a little Venture Lucas puppet when they got each other. I was actually talking about sucking cock. I watched her and I just went. Not to you! Can't even let you at that point just pull the top off. <laughs> <laughs> we do a little uh, competition at the end of the show to uh, give people prizes, some good prizes. Uh, we've got tickets to see Gavin Webster, who's going to be a guest, I think, on Wednesday doing some stand up. He's fantastic. David Longley, who's great as well. Uh, he's doing a show called My Favourite Things. These are both at the stand, stand both of them at stand two. Um, there's also some nice prizes we're giving out. Uh, the Very Clever Puzzle Compendium by Elliot Lyne. Uh, I, I never know where you can get that. So uh, it's pointless him doing this. Kevin Eldon's titting him out from Go Faster Strike. Got, got it. Brilliant. Got it. Got it. He's going to watch the show. Very good. Um, Richard Herring's Menage and you can get from Go Faster Strike. You get all these things from Go Faster Strike. Fist of Fun Series 1. Yeah. That's four disc special. Did you go on telly once? That was on TV. If you're into old comedy and stuff, I suggest that. The BBC wouldn't put this out themselves. They said it was too funny. I know. Uh, <laughs> Black and white. And uh, also from Go Faster Strike, they've got some of these left for some reason. Andrew Collins, where did it all go right? Audiobook. You can, you can win that. And uh, of course, Doc, by Ewan McInnes's Edinburgh for Everyone, a light-hearted history of Edinburgh for people learning English. Where are you getting this? <laughs> <laughs> Man, people keep on saying, Can you, I'll give you a prize, and then they give me their own self published book. And say, In return, can you make sure you mention the website yeah, and what yeah, show yeah. I'm doing? Uh, you can get that from macinteresting.co.uk. Mac That's like, like Scottish interesting things. Mac interesting. Box of book, though, isn't it? Box it is a free book. That's a Christmas present for someone who's trying to give that. I'm interested. The only book I'm interested in getting, Richard, yeah. um, I'm not sure of the title of, but it comes out in September. Yes, it's called um, my, my Friends and Other Enemies yeah. by, by Ka Catherine Wilkins. Yeah, and that is the only book that I'm interested in buying. It's for, uh, for ten-year-old girls. So yeah, yeah. If I, yeah, no. <laughs> Got a bait on you. Yeah. Get, get, get another double up partner. Oh, oh. Can I stand up? Because this feels horrible. <laughs> this feels you like a video there. I saw by accident. <laughs> you stay there. You want to see the track mark? Um. <laughs> no, I think I'll stay in. No, stay there. Okay. Right, so what we need to do, everyone, is to stand up on your two Scottish feet. Or oh, we, should, we should give away tickets to our show as well. Have you got tickets to your show? Not in a competition. We should <laughs> just give them away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to make sort of a series of statements that might be true or false. Um, you know, if you think they're true, put your hands on your head. If you think they're false, put your hands on your bottom. If you get it right, you're still in. If you get it wrong, you have to sit down. You know, do be honest with this. I've got to tell you that right now, though. Yeah. If Colin wins this, it's going to be even more fucking terrifying. <laughs> just one man on his, just stood on his, yeah. on his own at the front. <laughs> Give me the prizes! <laughs> It'll make it easier if you win. So, like, the first piece of, uh, uh, first true or false uh, question is, uh, during Katie's, so I shouldn't have been watching it, but I'd seen it before. So, um, I, uh, I was on the internet, and uh, I went to the BBC website, and the sad news has come through. 
that the we've lost a lot of people from the night. So the newsreader Kenneth Kendall has sadly died. Is that true or false? Hands on your head if you think it's true. Hands on your bottom if you think it's false. Uh, that one is false. Uh, that's, I do that one every day. Yes, was that that one? She wanted to listen to an Andrew Collins audio book. That's, that's how bad it got. She got got every day to, just to check that he's still alive. <laughs> Uh, have you got one, uh, either of you? Uh, yesterday, uh, approximately 7pm, uh, there was a shout from within our flat for me to come through. Uh, I went through to my bedroom and Ray was lying, butt naked, penis and testicles out on my bed with uh, all the lights off and a candelabra with all the candles lit. True or false? <laughs> True or false, you have to make a decision. That's good. interesting. What they've gone with. You, what, you, they've gone for a mixture of yeah, things. So, no, they all seem to have gone for hands on the arse. Um, it's false. False. It's uh, false. He had his penis and testicles tucked between his legs <laughs> in a mandrina. We could have got rid of a lot of them to sit down. Have you got one, Ray? No. <laughs> okay. That Any, was false, that one. Anyone who still wants a prize, they stood up. When I, was, when I was outside the tempting tatty yesterday, I took a photograph of it, and the two men sitting in the pub, pub opposite uh, asked me why I was taking a photo of the tempting tatty, <laughs> and I had to explain why I was doing that. Is that true or false? Someone's going, it's true, that is true, I was there. It is true. So bad luck, we've lost uh, Colin. That wasn't a very good one, it's too obviously true. So you said everybody in here guessed correctly that, I, that that wasn't right yeah. about me lying yeah. naked? Yeah, because yeah. they all knew that you would definitely tuck it between your legs. <laughs> and when he looks like a man joining sort of bloke. The problem is I couldn't take it out when he was on his girl. Have you got one about the young, <laughs> young friend? True or false? Can we made up, remember that? Yeah, 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 good one, yeah, yeah. Oh, true or false? Actually, I'm freeze you up, don't Oh, true or false? Ed um, has got a swimming pool in his house. True or false? <laughs> well, that's good. Divide them a bit. What's the answer? I've never been in his house. It's false. It's false. 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 Uh, David McCallum was, uh, became the chief escape officer after uh, the nasty Nazi man was rude about his wife. Is that true or false? It is true. That is exactly what happens. I sit down if you said it's false. I think one more question. We might sort this out. True Dragon. or false? True or false? Me and Ed already know Colin. True or false? <laughs> this Colin. It's, it's divided them. What's the answer? False. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So who's, who's still in? We've got three still in. What, be sli three still in. I'm what would be slightly awkward is if we did actually know Colin and you'd forgotten. <laughs> right, what I'm going to do to divide the three of you is yesterday I went swimming. How many lengths did I swim in the Virgin Pool? Which, which Virgin Pool? Because it's Virgin Active up the road there. If you want to get, if you want to see naked comedians, go to Virgin Showers of Mouth. I'll just go there about about 7 o'clock. Yes, Amy Lane. So how many lengths do you think I swam yesterday? The 10, the nearest will win. What do you think? 30? 25? You've won, I swam 14 lengths. <laughs> uh, so you've won, madam, you get most of these prizes. What's your name? Katie, that's like my wife. I've got some you. tickets for you as well. Um, to go, you can go and see both Dave and Gavin Webster. Uh, the second and third people can divide those two up. So if you came, there you go, you can have one of those. And uh, you can have that one. So thank you very much. That was Rich Chang, Edinburgh French Picross. Thank you to my, Picross, to my uh, guests, Peacock and Gamble, and Katie Wilkins. Go see those shows. Thank you. Uh, tomorrow, I think we've got Marek Larwood and... I can't remember who else is on there. Oh. Thank you for having us on your podcast. Uh, I think you're a nice boy. Thank you. Yeah, that smell really horrible. Um, they all have to have sex with me to get on there. That's, that's, how, that's how it's worked, and that was disgusting. So thank you very much. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, and sorry if this is up late. I'm going to the gym now, so if it's not up till this evening, that's the reason. But, you know, you're now listening to it, so you know when it's come up. It's pointless me telling you that it's going to come up, because you can only hear this once it's up. So thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for coming. See you. Go, go back to your houses. Goodbye. <laughs>